You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. back to the all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life wherever you are today and however you are listening and tuning in today call me mr you the podcast we thank you once again for making us a part of your morning your day and your week with your weekly mirror check before you change the world you can find us on facebook instagram youtube linkedin and of course the twitter please download like share subscribe to the show thank you for all of the messages the comments on our show topics and just dropping some love on our show we appreciate it please keep that coming we're a long way from our goal, but pretty excited about the journey. With that same mindset, I want to share a little bit about my journey from the past in the musical realm. Uh, I shared it a couple of times on previous seasons of the show. I think most notably the first season and maybe the third uh, or the second. Not quite sure there, but I want to share this because I think it's kind of important to kind of kind of get an idea of my heart. You know, a lot of times in this business of communication and media, and especially podcasting nowadays, we got to do a lot of promotion. Uh, we got to talk about what we're talking about, talk about who we're talking to. And we got to do that a lot, maybe perhaps more than I personally would like to do that. But we have to do that. It's part of getting the message out, especially when you're going through social media algorithms and all of the challenges that are inherent in that. We have to try to make sure that we get the message out that our show is going to be on at this time and we'll be discussing this. Please chime in with your your responses or questions about our poll questions, things of that nature. And sometimes it can be kind of tedious, but we have to promote it. And in some ways, you, you almost have to promote yourself. And I think that's a challenge for me as a uh, an introvert. I don't always enjoy that part, but I, I want to kind of give you some ideas about where I'm as a person through this story about my musical journey. Most of you guys already know this um, from New York City originally, born and raised. Uh, I'm pretty proud of that, despite some of the things that I experienced in my upbringing. Pretty proud about how I turned out. Uh, part of that journey uh, through that time was musical in nature. I always had an affinity for singing and I had an affinity for the piano. Uh, it, it was birthed pretty early. I grew up with a piano in my household. It wasn't tuned, but I grew up with that, and I would pound away at it literally every day. I'm really surprised that I'm not fluent in the in that realm up to now, but there's a lot of reasons for that that I probably won't share on this particular episode. But I would definitely uh, have an affinity for both instruments, the vocal and the instrumental one in nature. And during my time there, do some... Uh, transitions and kind of changes from where I was. I ended up in Staten Island, New York. Uh, not sure if you guys are familiar, but I grew up, well, I lived there for a while 
And I kind of grew up in the music realm in that time frame. I was a part of a three-man group. We had we were actually signed to an independent record label. We actually did pretty good with the album anyways. We had a 16-song album that I thought was pretty decent. Uh, we wrote and uh, co-produced the album, uh, the three of us, along with uh, a couple of other people. And I was pretty proud of the project. I thought that we were pretty primed to be competitive with some of the groups that were out there in the 90s. I won't name not one, but you you can guess the 90s R&B hip-hop groups that were out there. We were right there in that category, I guess, and we were trying to carve our niche out. Our biggest thing was that we would take the hardest beats we can find and sing ballads over it. That was kind of our niche. Uh, We passed that kind of music around to producers in big companies, which I also won't name, all the people that worked there that we were in contact with. But it was amazing that a lot of the artists they had on their label, even though they didn't want us on their label per se, a lot of this artists would begin to do some of the stuff that we were doing. We found that coincidental. <laughs> Perhaps it was a strange coincidence, but it happened in three or four different major companies. Artists who were on their label who didn't have the kind of music that we had suddenly begin to do what we were doing on our demo tapes. We thought that was weird, but it is what it is, right? But uh, that journey kind of took me and led me to the South in the mid-90s. And I began to kind of embark on a a mission to do more production, produce artists, which we had 10 that we were doing. Me and a partner of mine that was also in the singing group originally. uh, We also transitioned from that. I actually received Jesus Christ at that point in time, kind of left some things behind me and moved to Florida. I did a six song EP there. Uh, I wrote and co-produced all of those songs on the album. Pretty proud of that because it was my first time writing solo and also producing in a studio setting, which was kind of daunting a little bit for me, but that was my first time doing that. So a lot of fond memories to go with it, but that's kind of how my musical journey started. And, you know, I always try to be careful about not allowing history to pass me by and forget how things got to where they are. I mean, if you read anything in scripture and you know about the one they call the archangel, the dragon, the enemy, Satan himself, his original name was Lucifer. And he was a basically the primary worship leader in heaven because of how he received the adoration and how his heart was changed. It caused him to lose his position. And you know, most of the rest of the story by now, if you haven't been up to speed, he loses in more ways than one in the biggest ways possible because he fell out of position because of the corruption of his heart. So when I think about my singing, I've sung before crowds. I've been in front of smoky clubs, classy clubs, colleges and universities. I've been on street corners at street fairs and block parties. We've sung at in studios and and and, and demoed our stuff before big name producers on their couches at, at their homes. If I name them, you know who I was talking about, but I won't do that today either. But we've been before crowds before and we're not afraid to do that. We never were in those times. I'm, I'm not afraid to do it now because of those experiences. But I'm very careful about 
how I receive the adoration. I think sometimes I even struggle to receive compliments as a result of what I've learned from the scripture that I just stated. You know, I'm very careful about how I receive that. I get a lot of compliments from people who like my energy, who like how I perform a song, the passion I may bring to it, uh, things of that nature. But I'm very careful about how I receive the adoration because obviously adoration can get you kicked out of heaven (laughs) because you kicked out of position if you take it wrong. Uh, There's a big difference between talent and anointing. That matters to me. I know that that's something that is cliche now. People just like, oh, God's going to bless whatever you do. And I'm like, he cares about the details. So I know I have a talent musically. I know that I'm going to be able to explore more of that. And you see more of that on videos and such, hopefully in days to come, if not this year, maybe starting in 2024, God willing. I'm really concerned about the anointing more than I am about the talent. I'm concerned about what atmosphere we put out because as singers and as leaders, we're kind of gatekeepers. When the attack comes to the house, we get it first because we're on the front lines. It's just like even in the time of Jericho in the Bible, you hear about the trumpets and hear the walls falling down, but think about what happened. The musicians was out there first. And they set the tone for the warriors to come in and vanquish the enemy and take all the spoils. We have a responsibility with the music, with our voices, and the atmosphere that we provide or that we, uh, uh, I guess, provide a good word, that we bring to the table. We're responsible for that. We have a big role. And I really take it seriously, probably more than I ever have in a long time. So for me, I like to have fun and 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 joke and stuff. And to me, this music is important because I recognize it as a weapon. I've seen videos, you probably see on Instagram yourself, videos where people are brought together because of music. People from different cultures who would never, ever meet under any real circumstance. They come together because of somebody playing a violin in the subway or a piano in a shopping mall. You bring together cultures and people and nations because of music. That's how powerful music is. And because of that, I recognize that it's not something to be played with. It's not something to add your own stuff to, in your own junk, in your own mentality, your own selfishness to. It's precious. It's pure. It's holy. And I really care about making sure that from my part, from my standpoint, that I'm doing it with the right heart. I can't speak for anybody else, but I can speak for me. And I want to make sure that I do it with the right heart, with the right uh, motivations, because I don't care anymore like I used to about having my own album, my name on a marquee. I don't care about going on tour. I don't care about even leading teams and organizations in that area. It's not important to me whatsoever. I just want to be obedient to God because I believe he gave me the gift. I can thank my mom and dad in some way, shape, or form because because of them I'm here. My dad was an awesome singer, at least in my opinion, in my assessment. I can only thank him, but so much. There's a cap on how much I can thank him. But with God, there's no cap because I know that the gift came from him. And the impact that it has on people when I've sung over two and a half decades in all the places that I was privileged to sing. As part of this musical journey I'm sharing with you today, 
I've seen impact. I've seen people healed. I've seen people set free. I've seen people delivered from oppressive things on their life. I've seen that. It wasn't because I sung. I believe it was because the atmosphere that the singing produced, the entryway for the Lord to come in because he was invited through the music. So I'm really careful about how I treat that. Uh, anybody that knows me knows I take it pretty seriously. There's only but a very small degree of separation between being serious and being lighthearted about it. Pretty much know, everybody knows me that knows me knows where I stand on the topic. I'm pretty serious about it because I know the impact that it has, not only in what I can see, but even in the areas that I can't see. It touches and changes lives in ways that we can't see from a platform. And I take the microphone, I take the voice, I take the tone, I take the everything that has to do with that music very, very seriously. And I hope that anytime if you heard me sing on YouTube in anywhere, if you heard me sing in person, if you heard me minister out of song, I pray that it's been a blessing to you. I pray that it's been encouraging to you. I pray that you have been touched by it because so at the end of the day, and you can compliment me and say that you were touched by it and it, it ministered to you and it helped you. At the end of the day, I got I to give props to the giver of the gift and not the gift itself. I hope that made sense. Just a little small snippet of my musical journey. I'll definitely share, share more on uh, upcoming episodes but for now just want to say thank you guys for all your support wherever you are and however you're listening so they call me mr you the podcast thank you again for making us a part of your morning your day and your week with your weekly mirror check before you change the world you can find us on facebook instagram youtube linkedin and of course the twitter thank you again for downloading subscribing to our youtube channel thank you for, for again also for following us wherever you are whether it be on linkedin or facebook or instagram or youtube or twitter thank you for following us following our show Thank you for sharing us with others. The referrals are very, very helpful. So thank you again for doing that. Hope this was uh, an encouragement to you. Aside from that, hope you enjoy the music. Coach. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.